All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Tandem play on today's episode of FPS, which does not happen very often, as longtime listeners will know. We played on the same night, and we both had a blast with very sexy people, and we're going to be talking about that very shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy has been a longtime partner of ours, for good reason, because we love Cassidy. We literally use it all the time. It's how we've met a lot of friends. It's how we found out about some of the coolest events that we've gone to. We, of course, put our own events up there and have been able to connect with amazing people coming to Vegas and other cities as a result. So if you're looking to dive into the lifestyle, we highly recommend checking out Cassidy. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's an entire month of free Cassidy service. Check it out for yourself when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner. So last night was unique, I think, to say the least. Now, I will also say last night's play session was the first time I've played in a bit. I took some time off. I really just tried to, I don't know, heal my body, heal my vagina. I don't know. It's been a lot. It's been a lot lately. So it was nice to take that time. But last night, you planned something for me that we can kind of tease. I don't want to give too many details because I want it to be kind of a surprise when we actually divulge all the details on the show but holy fuck we had a blast well it's one of those things that you and i so anyone who's listening and has been a long time listener knows we've attempted this before we were successful in a way but this we were time half successful yeah we were 50 percent <laughs> successful this yeah, time you it's did a home find run. a guy with a great fucking cock the first time <laughs> oh no it was which, perfect which was awesome he was super fucking cool but yeah it uh it did not go exactly according to plan so you recreated it last night with a couple of tweaks and Oh my God, it was such a fun experience. It was so hot. It was so naughty. And then you and I just fucking attacked each other when the guy left. Yeah, you didn't even leave the bedroom. No. You were just on the bed still. But, I was just playing with my pussy, waiting for you to walk in the door. Yeah. Yeah. I walked him out and you're like still in the in the room. I'm like, okay, so we're not even going to talk about this at all. But no, <laughs> nope. it, it was so fucking hot. And it's one of those things that I've been trying to really come up with a time to put together. You and I don't have a lot of that time often enough where well, I can schedule you got, something. Yeah. You got hundreds of responses for this. It was, re- listen, it was ridiculous. I had to sift through... Forget not counting the ones that are like, hey, sup, you still looking for somebody? Here's my dick. Like <laughs> when you after I, I sifted through all of that bullshit, I still had like 35 or 40 people I had to communicate with that were legitimate options that seemed legitimate options. Yes. And of course, that very quickly diminishes because <laughs> either you don't get responses or I get a fucking ridiculous response. And then I think I whittled it down to like five guys, which is actually pretty good because You just never know in case somebody flakes. And so there were some options, but this cat stood out for a lot of reasons. We'll talk about it later on a later at a later date. But yeah, it was fucking phenomenal. You really couldn't ask for better. Yeah. And And it was fucking hot. Well, it was hot (laughs) as fuck. It's not something we often do. A lot of components to this that are not the norm for us. But it's it's fun to do some stuff that we did in the past, but haven't really 
done again, you know, or recently or haven't even considered, you well, know? Well, I was super turned on by the fact that you were so excited about it. Like, the when you started telling me what was going down, you had this look on your face and this glint in your eye, and I was like, fuck, this is so hot. Like, well, to be fair, I had this set up for two days prior. You were just not, it, you know, we were, it was a long day, we were tired, you weren't really into it. I was like, okay, we'll just postpone it. Yeah, you had it set up for Friday, and we ended up going to the UFC convention, and then we marched in the evening, so yeah. it was a long day, and then you're like, hey, we have something at nine, and I was like, oh, we don't have shit at nine, I'll be in bed at nine. <laughs> yeah, it, listen, that was a long fucking day, and I definitely did not plan ahead for that because we never go to the fucking strip right so we said fuck it we need to be down there anyway because the march starts at like six in front of the bellagio and we were going to the ufc expo first that was 9 30 in the morning so we just parked at the bellagio because we were going to end up there ubered over to the convention center that was at 9 30 9 45 stood in line in the heat for an hour got in did our thing and you know this is a whole fucking day so we did like the touristy shit right we got on the tram and went here and went there and had a drink in multiple places met a local friend that we didn't expect to see so it was a long fucking day and then of course we're marching outside because now it's six o'clock it's a hundred and fucking seven degrees and it was fucking hot so i was not thinking ahead when I thought, well, we can set this up for nine o'clock. Yeah. You're you know? thinking that I was ambitious enough to have sex after all of that. You and I didn't even have sex that night. No. I sure as fuck wasn't fucking a stranger that night. No, we also didn't get home until like eight. Yeah. So we had, it would have been an hour to prepare. I mean, it was just, it was a lot. So anyway, that was okay. And we just, uh, and again, kudos to the guy that was involved because uh, not that I canceled on him last minute, but I did cancel, and so it went just fine. We had a we had a great time last night. Oh, I had a better time than you. Just saying, you did. You probably did. <laughs> I had two great cocks last night. So yeah, it was anyway, fun. we'll be talking about that on a future episode. I'm very excited to share those details. And honestly, leading up to last night, you have been far naughtier than I have. You have been naughty pants. Well, listen, it, it, this everything <laughs> well. is relative. Okay, I was I had the pleasure of the company of two amazing women in a week. That's not the norm for me. If I think back to three weeks ago, we needed to give your vagina a rest. You had sex with like nine people in a week's time. I don't know how I'm the naughtier Don't one. you slut shame me. I, you're a slut. There's no doubt. But it's fun as shit. I mean, that was a great time. But you were definitely, you were done for like three days. You yeah. were You were down. Absolutely. Well, even just like the last week, taking the week off, I really didn't have much of a sex drive. I think I was sexed out. Yeah, well, we did. We took about a week off, just you and I doing nothing, just, you know, just us having sex. We weren't playing with anybody and just doing some fun shit that we hadn't had a chance to do here in town and wanted to do and see, which was great. And then I had the opportunity, obviously, to play with some amazing fucking women, one of whom we're going to talk about today. Yes. And I adore her. I've had the chance to meet her and she's such a fucking gem. I just like her so much. Well, that's all part of why I like playing with her. Now, you haven't met the second gal you're going to when she gets back in town, but the idea that you like her, you met her the first time I met her. Yeah. So you've been able to communicate with her. You've got her number. She has yours. You guys text back and forth. So my play with her is so much more comfortable for me. Well, I was just having this conversation with someone on Instagram the other day because they were basically talking about how it's a woman and her husband has started playing with another woman. And she's like, I'm not jealous, but I don't like the woman. So I don't know how this works out. Right. And I was trying to think about what that would be like if I didn't like either of the women that you're playing with right now. And I don't 
know how I would do that. I mean, I don't want to be that bitch that's like, oh, I have veto power. You can't fuck someone if I don't like them. But at the same time, how does that work long term? I don't think it does. No, I mean, for us, it wouldn't. It, you know, And I, I obviously couldn't hide the fact that I didn't like someone that you were playing with. I don't have the capacity to no, to, to bullshit and say, oh, you know, he's okay. Uh-uh, can't do it. So that <laughs> would no make- no poker face. No, that would make no fucking sense. So, I, I mean, we, you and I just wouldn't do that, obviously, and haven't, which is the good news. But yeah, I don't know how that works out. That's got to be a very difficult situation. Yeah. Listen, the, the great thing for me, the fact that you met her, really liked her the first time you met- then she came to our event. Obviously, we're going to talk about that because that was where we, I played, which I never fucking do. And you liked her so much that we invited her out to a pool party and then we had drinks with her and just to have a good time. And yeah, she was a blast. Well, and I mean, that speaks a lot to how many cool people we meet in general. You know, like we, oh, have, yeah. we've obviously made such amazing friends here, but we're constantly getting introduced to friends through friends too, which is always interesting to me. You made this really good point that a lot of people that live here in Vegas that have been in the lifestyle and living in vegas for years don't really have lifestyle friends yet no and i don't know how that's possible i feel like you just organically make friends in the lifestyle it's really fucking easy only if you're active and only if you put forth some effort i mean a lot of these people that they reach out like oh you know we've been here for 10 years and you know they'll reach out on cassidy just found your profile we've been here 10 years how have you guys found so many friends well your profile is incomplete <laughs> uh, that's number one. You clearly have, after very briefly communicating with them, they don't go to events. They don't do this. They don't do that. Well, no wonder. I mean, you're expecting lifestylers to like show up at your front door with a fucking pineapple and knock and say, hey, we're here. <laughs> hey, would you like me to lick your wife's pussy? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You've got to be a little bit more proactive, you know, yeah. try. And in fact, the gentleman that you and I had the opportunity to meet last night, well, kind of, sort of, <laughs> you had sex with him and I got to meet him. He and I were talking a little bit, super fucking guy, and uh, he's going to come to one of our events. He might even come to the pool party tomorrow. And he said the same thing to me. He's like, look, I know it's my fault. I got a daytime job. I work a lot. So I don't really get a chance to meet people. Also, as a single guy, it's always weird. And this is a quality dude. Good looking, understands respect and then boundaries and all those things. And he's having a difficult time. Yeah. So it just takes somebody like introducing you, I think. You yeah, know, and just meeting people. That's what we do. That's true. We have couples privilege in the lifestyle. It's really easy for us to walk into an environment and be accepted because we're not single dudes, which for is sure. really unfortunate that that's the fucking case. But it absolutely is. I can't imagine being a single guy walking into an event that's not a hot wife event right. by myself and right. trying to talk to people. Yeah, it's not easy. He mentioned that to me. I guess he, he tried it a couple of times. It was very uncomfortable for him personally. So, yeah, I get it. Absolutely. That couple's privilege is a real motherfucker. No doubt about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, listen, for us, we're very fortunate. So I don't know how you can be here 10 or 15 years and not have a circle of friends in the lifestyle, but I guess it's possible because I get them all the time. Yeah, but not everyone wants friends in the lifestyle either, which again, I don't understand because that's literally my favorite part of the lifestyle. Yeah. I don't understand people that just play with someone once and never see them again, unless it's a bad experience. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, or it's, you know, I get it. The, the one-offs at a club or an event, it's like, you know, the mystery kind of thing or whatever. Right, but there okay. are some people that exclusively do that. They yeah. never build connections in the no, lifestyle. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that. The best part, like we just went out with our friends, Nick and Nicole, last night for drinks and sushi. That's all we did. Yeah. Drinks and sushi. No sex, just hung out. So, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, we like to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's those opportunities, but you got to put forth some effort. So along the same lines of liking people, I think I, I might have a little crush going on. What? Yeah. On I, whom? On the hot photographer. 
Oh. From California. Apparently, right. all the hot dudes that I'm into live in California, and he is no exception. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I kind of dig him. We've been talking a lot via text, and we just have so much in common, and he's totally going to come here and hopefully fuck my brains out. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've like talked to someone and been really interested in just talking to them. What's I think the deal? Got, what's that? What's, what is it? What, what about him is making that the case? Because, I mean, you're like that with Leo. So how did this how did this happen? How did He's it incredibly intelligent. He's incredibly witty. And I actually want to talk to him. I think I've gotten a little bit jaded by the lifestyle in a lot of ways because I'm sure all of the dudes that I have sex with are great guys. But I don't spend that much time trying to get to know them because for me, it's like it's about the sex. Maybe there's a baseline friendship there, but it's not. I'm not overly invested in their lives. Right. This guy's like fucking cool and he has a lot of really cool interests and I'm, I don't know. I'm just interested in him. Well, that's unique for you. I mean, it doesn't yeah. happen often, obviously. So I, I have not even seen a picture of this guy. I have no idea what he looks like. He's also not really necessarily my physical type, I wouldn't say, but I, I'm into him. He's hot. Well, that's that's unique for you, for sure. So I want to suck his cock. Well, that, that does not surprise me. <laughs> that's not unique at all. I mean, you and I are every time we're somewhere. It's funny. So we had. Do we talk about the bet? Have we discussed that? Oh, okay. Let's discuss the bet. Okay. So we had a bet going right now. This was your idea, not mine. (laughs) I want to make that clear to everyone listening to this. Right, but it was mostly my idea because you badger me about it constantly. Because we'll be sitting at a bar or something, and I'm always like, "Oh, that guy's really hot," and you're like, "Well, why don't you go talk to him?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Well, to be fair, that would be difficult with me present, right? That's going to put people in a lot of like a weird spot. Yeah, right? but but they're you're they're going to have to know about you either way. Yes, but initially that's a little bit of like, you know, like you get up from the fucking bar, walk to the restroom, see a hot dude, come back and start talking to him. He's likely, you know, had seen us sitting together and is probably thinking, "What the fuck am I getting myself into?" kind of thing. You'd have to explain this almost immediately in a situation like that, which adds a little bit of angst to this whole process. Right. I would agree. So the idea was, and again, this was your idea. <laughs> you had the month of June. Yes. To see someone out, didn't matter where it was, that you were attracted to, hit on them and give them your phone number. Yep. That was it. That's all it was. In a non-lifestyle environment. Correct. Right? That was the whole deal. Yeah, because in a lifestyle environment, I'm a fucking... Yeah, you're it. I'm a confident bitch. I will walk in. I will set a target. I will make it happen. Yeah, it's easy for you. Way too easy. So outside of that, it's a different story. Grocery store, at a bar, restaurant, or wherever, that's not your jam. You're not really that person. So that was the whole deal. And whoever won, whether you won or I won, the other person has to basically do whatever the winner wants to do for the entire day. Yeah. Right? You lost because you just couldn't pull the trigger. I knew you were going to. To be fair, though, I had a really hard time finding dudes when I was out that I would want to fuck. I know that sounds horrible, and maybe I'm becoming incredibly shallow. I don't fucking know. Maybe I need to think more about that. But I would sit at places. I went when you were in Reno. I went and sat and had dinner by myself at a bar. The bartender was super hot, but there's like... 30 people at this bar, and I was not attracted to a single one of them. Yes. However, when you are presented with someone who you are attracted to, you didn't pull the trigger. And that happened twice with the same guy. <laughs> yeah. So The hot kombucha guy. Yeah. So while I agree with you, I'm also calling a little bit of bullshit because you had an opportunity and you didn't take it twice. I know. So anyway, I won the bet. And we will be doing what I want to do for the day. I'm still working on that day. It's going to suck. It is not going to suck. I told you, I promised you it wouldn't suck. You when don't have first, any faith in me. When we 
we first started talking about this, you're like, prepare to spend six hours at the gym. I was, I was just like, fucking nah, with you. I'll just unalive myself right now. Yeah, no, I was just fucking with you. We're not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't have the capacity to do that. My body hurts. So we're going to do some fun stuff that you'll enjoy for sure. But, we'll see. We'll keep you posted, peeps. But I want it known that I won the bet. Oh, see, I don't even care what we do. I just wanted to beat you because you're the most competitive person in the entire world. And I wanted to shove it in your face. Well, and now because our friends obviously know about this, we have a lot of friends that are doing the same thing. They're on the same bet. Yeah. So it's going to be fun to see who wins and, you know, who doesn't. And and now they have different, I guess, uh, awards for each other. I'm not sure they're all going to do the same thing we are, but they are. There are a number of our couple's friends that are attempting this i'm rooting for all the ladies yeah we'll see a couple of my thinking pull it off one for sure but we'll see yeah Yeah. well even nicole said last night when we were talking to her about it that she would struggle with doing that she did struggle nicole's like the most confident person i've ever met in my life so for her to say that makes me feel a little bit better like i'm not that much of a pussy yeah no she definitely did struggle she had an opportunity as well and didn't take it because it was it just you know she was a little nervous about it listen i get it it's a daunting thing yeah and this is all coming from someone who literally never hits on anyone by the way unless you're 100 percent sure that it's not gonna happen I flirt with everyone. I hit on no one. Well, yeah, you never try to pull the trigger with anyone. No, including the smoking hot bartender we were hanging out with the other night. Oh, God. If I was going to hit on anybody, it would have been her. We're going back just to hang out with her. Yeah, I don't even... We have to figure out what day that was. I think it was Wednesday. I don't even care. We'll just (laughs) go and see. We'll just keep going until we find her. Just pop our head in. No, not the hot bartender. Okay, see you tomorrow. Not who we're looking for. Try it again tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, man, she was fucking hot. Yeah. So that, yeah, I mean, I don't do that, but I also am not the one that said, hey, guess what? I want to have a bet. This is what I'm going to do. There's not a fucking chance I would have taken that bet if I had to do it. Well, I was trying to step out of my comfort zone a little bit, judgy pants. Not judging. You had an opportunity. You had a couple of opportunities, actually. You just didn't pull the trigger. I think subconsciously you wanted me to win because you didn't want to plan a day. That is so not true. I had it all mapped out. (laughs) I know. It would have been fucking terrible. (laughs) I'm glad you lost, frankly. So, okay, so... Single guy tip of the week. You know, you and I have been talking about this. There's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, there are. A lot of opportunities. Well, because we've been active again. We're looking for people again for things like last night. And yes, I have, I'm looking for you as well. Yeah, we we both have things that we kind of want to check the box on right now. Yes. So, yeah, we're just looking for people. And, yeah, it's you're reminded by how odd people can be. <laughs> well, and I'm not just talking about single guys. You have a single guy tip of the week. I have a tip that can really cover the entire space. But, yeah, it's, it's not not easy, especially when you're trying to find something very specific, much like I did last night. The good news is if you put forth the effort and you're willing to put in the time, you can find them. Those people are out there, you know, provided it's not something fucking insane, which this was not. It was really quite cool. So yeah, it's, uh, it's unique for sure. Okay. Uh, So let me get to single guy tip of the week from my perspective then, because I have now just in the last week or so dealt with two very similar circumstances, I would say, Yes. both of which guys made idiots out of themselves because of alcohol. And I know that we've gotten some shit because in the past we've been very you know we have a very hard stance on people getting drunk at lifestyle events we think it's fucking unsafe and all these other things but even if you're not at a lifestyle event if you can't handle your alcohol you should really consider how you are going to move within the lifestyle as a result of that in other words let me provide an example i've been talking to this guy recently he's ridiculously hot i've been very excited to set something up with him we've texted here and there last night when i was sleeping 
he must have texted me four times, complete drunken gibberish, and the last text message is him outlining with horrible spelling and grammatical errors all the ways in which he wants to fuck me, which has never been part of our conversation up to this point. So the very first time he decides to break out sexual conversation with me is drunk at fucking midnight. Well, but isn't that par for the course for a lot of people? Like, it's like... I, I don't have the balls to bring this subject up while we're just having light conversation throughout the day or evening or whatever. The first time I get more than a couple of cocktails in me, I'm going to start spewing all this shit. That happens so often. And the unfortunate thing about it is this is a guy that you were interested in, but instantly it's like, come on, dude, you, you texted me this bullshit. Did you have a stroke? Like, I can't even read this. Like, yeah. what, what are you trying to tell me? Well, immediately I get frat guy vibes yeah, which I am yeah. so not fucking into I do not I don't want to entertain people that are immature in that way I just I can't so yeah I mean that guy's out because of it and also last weekend you were in Reno and I was supposed to get picked up and taken to a party yes and the person that was picking me up got too drunk and at a at a daytime pool party and fell asleep yeah. and didn't text me until an hour after the party started yeah so again I mean he's a cool dude he's a friend I like him but I'm not going to set anything up with him again because I can't trust him to follow through and he can't obviously control his alcohol. No, and, and I got to say, from a personal perspective, and I'm, I'm not talking just like a lifestyle perspective, okay? It's bad enough when shit like that happens. You've got plans. Not only did you have plans, I mean, you had real plans. This guy had tickets to an event. I mean, like the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. I had my outfit set yeah. out. I was curling my hair. I mean, I was getting ready to go. And for you, this was a big deal because I was, again, not in town. You were going out on a date with someone that we both know, obviously, and you don't normally do that. That's not the norm. I think you've only done that one other time since we've been here with a friend of ours. So it was a big deal. You were excited about it. And I wasn't here. And Nick and Nicole were out of town. We had a lot of friends out of town. So you had an opportunity. And, of course, he fucked it up by getting drunk. But for me, I look at this a little bit differently these days, this, this idea that you have to be intoxicated to go to these events. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm, we're dealing with a personal situation with my friend and that alcohol has had a terrible effect on his life and he is not a lifestyle person. And as much alcohol as lifestylers consume, I took a hard look at him like, man, I, I got to back off. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it. So yeah, it's, it, it's not good. Don't get fucking drunk and expect everything is just going to work out. It's not. Yeah. And this is a local guy. That we're talking about. This isn't some dude that flew in from fucking Wisconsin or some shit, <laughs> couldn't handle his day drinking, and ended up fucking passed out. It's like, this guy lives here. He's yeah. a regular guy. You should know that Vegas can hit you hard. You yeah. live in Vegas. Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's insane. Yeah. And I just think, in general, people need to be careful about that. Once again, it's not just at lifestyle events. It's also leading up to lifestyle yes. events. It's also digitally communicating with people. There's a lot of different ways that alcohol can completely derail a situation in the lifestyle and these were two very pertinent examples of that in a single week yeah it's unfortunate so yeah this particular single guy tip of the week guys control your fucking alcohol intake at or before you get to an event particularly if there's a plan in place man well, you got to know your limitations how many times have we gone to a lifestyle event and i see a hot guy from across the room and as he approaches me it's clear that he's drunk yeah it, it or he work. smells like fucking stale whiskey it's like yeah. that is so not sexy yeah it's not gonna work you got to control yourself especially single dudes man we talk about this a lot you got a lot of competition. You got a lot of obstacles in your way. The last fucking thing you want to do is step on your dick by being too intoxicated to be able to hold a cogent conversation or 
even worse, completely fuck up plans and blow it off. That that's a disaster. Yeah. You know, you're not likely not going to get a second chance. Nah. Yeah. Not we a can still be friends. I'm just not going to any lifestyle events with him. So. Yeah. No. It not certainly he can come and we'll see him out because he's a guy we see a lot. But you're not going to make plans. That doesn't even make sense. No. So on to your tip. Well, it is no surprise to anyone that either knows us or knows me or listens to the show. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I fucking hate it, right? It's, it's like, mostly just a hate-hate It really is. I mean, I, I understand there's, it serves a purpose done properly. For the most part, it's like the colon of Earth. It's just the worst fucking thing in the world, or it certainly can be. It can be toxic. It's so fucking bad. There are some social media platforms that are just worse than others, right? I mean, it's, it's just fucking terrible information is just too easy to put out there. So what I'm finding, and it's so fucking unfortunate, the lifestyle space to me is now becoming a lot like the fitness space, for example. 98% of the shit you see online is total garbage. It's total garbage. And all of this information, a lot of information being spewed out by wannabe fucking lifestylers or experts, (laughs) experts especially, use that term really fucking loosely, is terrible. Just terrible. So this is a tip for anyone in this space, male, female, non-binary, couple, single, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't make a fucking difference. Sure. Do not catfish anyone. (laughs) Just don't catfish anyone. That's really, I know that sounds like, oh, you're, what are you fucking kidding? That's like the most basic thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. But when licensed therapists on some of these platforms, I'm talking about TikTok, licensed therapists tell you that it's a good fucking idea if you want to keep your anonymity to go online and to find images of people that look like you, similar to you, and use those as opposed to using your own. Because when you meet them, it's likely they won't know the difference anyway. This information came directly from a longtime licensed therapist. That could be the worst fucking advice I have ever heard. It's so unethical. Holy shit. It's so crazy. So basically what you're doing is telling people to catfish. Just cat, just throw a fucking picture up there, you know? So I was, I wanted to make sure I wasn't out of my fucking mind. So I posted this in our private Telegram group. And then, of course, I posted a picture of Brad Pitt and said, I'm going to use this as my profile picture. What does everybody think? (laughs) So, because, and then she said something like. You're hotter than Brad Pitt. Well, hardly. And then this person said something like, you know, if they have on hat or glasses, they're not going to be able to tell the difference. So then I put up a picture of the Unabomber and thought, well, this maybe is a better picture of that I would use for my profile, right? So it's it was fucking bizarre. And sure enough, everyone chimed in and was like, that's fucking terrible. Why would anybody do that? I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me. I mean, it's the craziest fucking thing, right? I mean, if you need to be anonymous, that anonymous, put a picture of a fucking puppy. I don't give a shit. Just don't steal a picture of someone else. You're not getting their consent, obviously. Yeah. And you're fraudulently representing yourself as someone you're not. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the most basic of information. So if you're a single dude, particularly a single dude, do not fucking do that. Well, I think just in general, I I think the reason that we both wanted to talk about it on the show today is because you're absolutely right. There is there is a plethora of information out there right now, and some of it is really solid and some of it really isn't. And you just have to look at those things with a critical eye. And if you're new to the lifestyle, talk to people that are actually in the lifestyle, see what they think is normal, because a lot of the information and the advice being spewed out is, in my opinion, unethical. And that's a good example of it. Well, so. it's too easy 
to be giving advice on these platforms or would be advice or, you know, experts, you know, just going on about whatever it is that they think is, is the right thing to do. It's just too easy. And, it, and it's just constant, right? It's a flood of uh, information. And much of it, as I said, I think 98% of it, total garbage. And a lot of what you're hearing, frankly, is in this particular case, I think dangerous. That's a bad fucking plan. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> posing, posing as someone else with a profile picture, that's pretty fucking cheesy. I, I don't understand that. No. Rarely is it the single guys that are the issue with that type of stuff. It's the couples who need a certain level of privacy and therefore think that those types of things are good ideas. Well, but here's the problem. You brought it up earlier, this couple's privilege. There are far too many people who would, would allow for that to be okay, right? They're going to accept that, oh, I, I understand, you need to be anonymous, but you're a couple, so it's okay. There is no way you can convince me that if a single guy did it and a couple did it, that the single guy would be treated the same way. I agree. Not a chance. Yep. The single gal absolutely gets away with it. The single guy does not. So I think it's fucking crazy. Don't catfish people, dudes. Yeah. Don't do that. And just look at information with a critical eye. That would be my best advice for everyone. For sure. So I want to get to our tandem play, as mentioned. And when I say tandem play, it was not same room, but it happened at similar times in the same location. So it's kind of like, you know, as close to same room as we get anyway. For the most part, yeah. So this is fun and exciting, and I'm so excited to share both of our stories. Before we get to that, though, we want to thank the sponsors of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Guess what, folks? We have been microdosing, and we're so excited to tell you about it because it really has helped us drastically with some very important health benefits in our lives. For example, I've always had issues with insomnia literally my entire life. Microdosing with Lumi Labs gummies is one of the only things that's ever worked for me, and I am sleeping through the night, and I feel amazing. Yeah, listen, for me, sleep is uh, <laughs> its a rare commodity, but with this microdosing with Lumi Labs, I'm getting great night sleeps, and, and for me, the the idea that we can take it or I can take it and it decreases inflammation from exercise and all those things. I'm able to do stuff now that I have not been able to do in years because my body doesn't hurt as much. I'm not as inflamed and it's it's been amazing. So if you guys aren't familiar with microdosing, it's basically taking very small amounts of THC for a lot of the health benefits that we just mentioned, as well as many others. And we also love that it just can conveniently be shipped to our home, which is so cool. And Lumi Labs has a special offer for our listeners. If you want to find out more about microdosing, you can Google it or you can go to microdose.com. And if you purchase, you can use our code FPS to get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. The links can be found in the show description, but that's microdose.com. Use code FPS for 30% off your first shipment of microdose gummies plus free shipping. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We are such huge proponents of Promescent's products because they are high quality. And one of the products that I want to talk about today and highlight is their condoms. You guys, I am so picky when it comes to condoms. I don't let some people use the ones they bring with them. I provide different ones because they're using cheapo ones that I know are not going to feel good and they're going to get stretched out. And obviously, I have to worry about things like them coming off during play. I don't 
don't want to worry about those things. I want high quality condoms going inside of me. And thankfully, Permescent has those. I absolutely love their condom selections. They come in these little convenient three packs, which are so easy to just throw in your bag when you're going to a lifestyle event. And that is just one of many products that Promescent offers. You can actually head to their website, promescent.com, to check out all of their products. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Check out their lubes, their massage oils, and their flagship product, the Delay Spray, today. You guys probably know by now that we host two events every month right here in Las Vegas at Playhouse LV. We host the Vault the first Thursday of every month and the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas the third Thursday of every month. But we're also heading out of state. We're going to Denver on July 23rd and Portland on August 25th. So if you guys are in those areas or you want to travel in for a high quality upscale party for us hot wife couples, cuckold couples and respectful single gentlemen, we would love for you to join us. And you can find all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com. This is really unique for a lot of reasons. First of all, you mentioned it earlier in the episode, but you really never play at clubs. And you did. You made an exception. I was very surprised. I don't think anyone will be that shocked that I also played. But it was kind of a sexy thing because they were two completely separate experiences. In fact, I didn't even know yours was going on while it was going on. I kind of had an inkling because I went looking for you at one point and you had disappeared. But anyway, I'm just excited to share all these hot details. Yeah, it's not only the norm for me, but certainly not at one of our events. Right. We, I've never done that. And this was a unique situation. I wasn't expecting it. Honestly, there was there was no expectation of play. And it was fucking amazing. It really did. What was really cool about it, and we'll get into it, it lent itself to a fucking amazing experience that I had with the same gal the following week. Yeah. So do you want to talk about your experience first and then so, I'll kind of dive into mine? But yeah, so I, I mean, what happened obviously is I met a gal that we talked about for coffee. Literally, just had coffee with her. You had the chance to meet her also that same day. You were next door having lunch, and while well, she and I, you know, got to know each other. So I asked you to come by so you could meet her because I really liked her. I knew you would too. And she's just a blast. She is fucking hot. She's curvy. Short, dark hair, big booty, exactly what I like, right? She is beautiful, but she's also just, like, fucking adorable. She's if, you so know much what I mean? fun. Yeah, she's... So, well, it's funny because she came to the event, right? That's what happened. We invited her to come to our Las Vegas Hot Wives event. She doesn't know a lot of folks in the lifestyle. She's relatively new. And, man, she was just holding court when she got there. <laughs> Everyone sitting around there, all of our friends, 10 or 12 of them, were just delighted to have her in the room. She's so much fun. Yes, yeah, she was the life of the party, which I was surprised about because it was her first lifestyle event. So I thought for sure she was going to walk in and be a fucking ball of nerves. I even told myself at one point, like, oh, I need to go check on her because she might be overwhelmed and I want to make sure she's okay. I come around the corner and she, like you said, is sitting with people all around her just laughing and joking and she fit in perfectly. Yeah, it was very, very easy for her to kind of ingratiate herself into this space. I was blown away. And that that is one of the other things that really makes me enjoy her company. She's so well received by people, so friendly and just a sweetheart. Yes. So it was a fucking amazing experience. You want to know what it is? I think that she... I, I think she has a quality that not a lot of people have, which is when she's talking to you, you feel like she actually gives a shit what you have to say. <laughs> oh, she's paying attention to what you're saying, for yeah. sure. And Yeah, absolutely. And she's engaging you in conversation rather than just, you know, some people you talk to them and they're thinking of the next thing to say and you can tell they're not really listening to you. Right. I fucking hate that. No, she's genuinely interested in what is being said, which is 
awesome. And I think her profession certainly does help this out, but she genuinely cares for people and what they think and their feelings and that kind of thing. She's just a genuinely good person. So we invited her. I was hopeful that she would come. She did. Had a great time. And you and I were busy. So we had 136 people at this event, something like that. It was big. This is the event that we had people come from all over the country. We had half of Friends with a Twist there. We had our friends Adam and Leah there. We had a ton of local friends there. I mean, we had just had people from all over the place. Yeah, it it was so much fun. And I wanted, obviously, to pay due attention to everyone and make sure that you and I were being gracious hosts. So I wasn't focusing all of my time on her because I understood very quickly she was doing just fine. Right. Had she been kind of uptight and nervous or it was obvious that she wasn't comfortable, I totally would have just gravitated toward her and spent more time with her. She was running the show in the middle of the room. So I I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't concerned about it. Eventually, however, things for you and I started to slow down a little bit, at least for us when the doors closed and the the playrooms open. And I thought, you know, let me spend some time talking to her. I asked her to come. She's my guest. Let me chat with her. So fortunately, there are private rooms at Playhouse where we host our events. So she and I went into those rooms, one of those rooms, and sat on a couch and just talked for about 30 minutes. I was in no way expecting anything to happen. That was not a plan. It was obvious relatively quickly, at least within that period of time, that we were pretty fucking hot and wanted something to happen. Well, I mean, how, it was going how did down. you know? Well, she was now leaning toward, you know, she's obviously facing me. Her leg is over my leg. She's touching my leg. All of those signals that made it pretty obvious she was interested. She asked if she could kiss me at one point, and I think I think that's how that went down. I'm trying to remember all of the details, but we kissed, and then from that point on, it was off to the races. Once we kissed initially, that was it. We were she was in my lap, on top of me. I mean, I, we're making out. She is undoing or rubbing my cock through my pants, and eventually undoing my pants. I had her top off. I mean, it it was the hottest fucking thing at the moment I think I'd ever experienced in a situation like that because it was so unexpected, and I knew you liked her, and you know, just the environment. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. Well, what was interesting is I had no. First of all, we didn't discuss you playing ahead of time because neither of us thought that was no. at all going to happen. Never. Even with people being there that you have played with and love playing with, you yes. know, like Leah and other other attendees. Well, yeah, there was a lot of fucking spectacular women at this event that I have had the privilege of being intimate with. But but we didn't even talk about it no. ahead of time because it was just kind of like a foregone conclusion. Okay, Brian doesn't play at our event, so that's not going to happen. Right. So I'm walking around kind of doing my hostess duties. And at one point I came to ask, find you to ask you a question. And I'm looking fucking everywhere. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? And I go out and talk to some of our friends and I'm like, have you guys seen Brian? And I think it was Nicole that was like, I think he snuck away with his friend. And I was like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So and that and immediately as soon as I knew that that's probably what was going on, I was so fucking turned on because it felt naughty because you've never done it before and because you've always kind of said like, yeah, that's not my thing. It almost was like, oh, if he's going off and doing this, he fucking wants to be with her. And that got me going. Well, yeah. And the truth is, and we'll I'll get more into this, but there was no penetrative sex. So that was not what this turned into. But it was a very hot oral session and i was not like i wasn't expecting any of this to happen obviously i'm attracted to her 
I think she's attracted to me. There was definitely heat and chemistry between us anytime we had the opportunity to talk, even digitally, although it was not sexual in nature. Our digital communication was not sexual. That's not how this goes with her. And so, I again, I was very surprised, but she is a tomcat. I'm here to tell you. Oh, man, was she fun. I I was blown away. Yeah, another woman that seems very kind of sweet and demure and unassuming until apparently you get her clothes off. Not even you all know of her a clothes. A lot of women like that. Yeah, and yeah, I love them. They're awesome. So she's in my lap at this point, rubbing my cock. We're making out, and now I have her top off. Her bra is is off as well. Now I have been privileged with the company of a lot of amazing women who do a lot of amazing things and respond in in just amazing ways, right? That's yeah. fair. I have never been with a woman who can orgasm simply by playing with her nipples. And when I say orgasm, <laughs> I mean legit hard orgasm. I am so fucking jealous. That's like a me superpower. Too. Yeah, I mean... She has yeah. like three clits. She really does. It's And she said it to me while we were mid-play, and I'm thinking, all right, okay, I'll bite. <laughs> so I did, uh, gently. So I did. But uh, she came very quickly from just breast play. I was floored. Oh, my so God. So now, of course, I'm in because she's... She is fucking hot. She is responsive. She knows her body. It was fucking intense. So I was predominantly playing with her breast during this process. And eventually she stood up. I stood up. She takes my pants off and starts stroking my cock. She gets back on my lap and eventually starts sucking my cock while I'm playing with her nipples. And she came again with my cock in her mouth like no problem. That is so fucking hot. It was great. And listen, I, I want to be clear. I did not touch her below the waist at all. It was just her breasts. Just making out and touching and licking and nibbling on her breasts. It was fucking intense. I thought I was lucky because I could come from anal. I can't even imagine what would happen if I could come from nipple stimulation. You'd That's never all leave I would the do house. all day. You would never leave the house. Oh my God, I'd never have a shirt on either. Yeah, it's uh, Listen, I'm telling you, it was very fucking intense. It was hot in every in every imaginable way. It was Obviously, I was worked up. I'm wearing a suit. And most <laughs> of my suit is still on except for my pants around my ankles. She is <laughs> sucking my cock. I mean, it was so fucking hot. Licking my balls. And she's short, so she's sitting down at the foot of the bed and I'm standing in front of her. Like she's the perfect height. It's like, it, I didn't even have to struggle with this. It was fucking amazing. And eventually I just continued playing with her nipples. She came three or four times just from breast play and she sucked my cock. I came all over her tits, you know, starts licking the head of my cock. It was so fucking hot. So oh. this of course now it lends itself to, well, what is our real, what is our experience going to be like when we are naked together, privately, just the two of us somewhere? Well, what you told me about this whole thing is you guys have some fucking chemistry. Yeah, it's and interesting. And you can tell that, obviously, just from this experience. And honestly, a lot of times I have to be penetrated by someone to know if they're good in the sack or not. So the fact that you didn't need that, neither of you needed that to feel that heat and to know that you wanted to move forward, that's fucking hot. No, and it's interesting because leading up to that there was no again no sexual conversation digitally that just wasn't what we were doing and after that and then of course after we had a play session now it's just just really hot back and forth which you know she's so fucking cute and just it turns me on that she's able to express herself that way i mean she listen man she is a blast and that 
evening set the tone for what will be, well, of course, we already had this experience, for what will be a really fucking hot session. And it's interesting because both women that I'm currently playing with, they're very similar in the sense that they are very submissive when it comes to play. Not in their normative lives. They have very high-powered jobs. They're that's how always most, in charge. Yeah, that's how most subs are. Most yeah. very submissive women are high-powered women. They are. And it's amazing when you see the transition when you get them in, in the bedroom. It's so fucking hot. And she is no exception. Yeah. So it was funny because you came back out. I still hadn't gone to play yet. I was still kind of playing hostess and right. walking around and talking to people. And you finally kind of emerge after I lost you for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, uh, what's going on? You're like, well, I might have just, you know, came all over this woman's tits. I'm yeah. like, oh, that okay. might have happened. That might have happened. Yeah, not the norm for me, man. So, yeah, I, I, it was it was exhilarating. It was fun. It made me feel a little odd afterwards because I wasn't 100 percent sure how I felt about doing that during one of our events. But this was kind of a unique situation. There was a lot of people there that were legitimately our friends and play partners that I've been with. So I thought, if this is going to be a thing, it may as well be this event, right? I mean, let's face it, the the opportunities potentially were there, especially with her who came specifically for me, you know? I I just, it was fucking hot. I'm not saying I'm going to jump in and do it again anytime soon, but it was really fucking hot. And then she came to our pool party that following Monday, and we had a blast with her. She's just so much fun. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad you did it. I think me it's too. Fun. Like I said, I personally feel, and some people aren't going to agree with me on this, but I don't feel like the husband should necessarily jump in at hot wife events on a regular basis. This was a little different because it's not a hot wife. It's a single woman that you're seeing you already knew ahead of time. Right. But yeah, I mean, I think you playing at hot wife events maybe doesn't make the most sense. I don't necessarily love when I see the husbands running around trying to like set no. up connections. No. In fact, we talked to the husbands about this. It's not something that we necessarily really want to see happen. We're never going to tell people not to do something, certainly if they're consenting, but Uh, In a situation like this, this was a gal who was my guest. She and I were out on a date. We had plans, obviously, to see each other, you know, after this anyway. And so this, like you said, I think this may have been a little bit different. And so I I didn't feel that bad about it, obviously. But there was definitely some conflict for me. Well, I'm glad that you did it. Now, I want to talk about my experience because it was fucking hot. So I will say, we I think we said this a couple episodes ago, but leading up to our Hot Wives event, I had a lot of guys reaching out. Yeah. And here's my issue with that. First of all, I don't know if I'm going to play at all at our event. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I don't want to feel obligated to play with someone just because they reach out and try to make a connection with me ahead of time. And the other thing is, you know, one of the guys that reached out to me digitally, when I met him in person... Great guy, very handsome, no chemistry whatsoever. Right. Like there was just not a connection there. There wasn't going to be a connection there, which is why I go to these events and why I like going to events, period, because it's like speed dating. You don't have to sift through hundreds of emails and all this shit. You just get to feel that immediate chemistry or lack thereof. Right. So that was really interesting for me because, like I said, I think I had four, if not five guys reach out to me ahead of time. I met all of them at the event and I ended up going back to somebody I played with in the past and someone that has kind of become a friend. Well, and the truth is there was when you were telling me that all these guys were reaching out to you privately prior to the event that wanted to spend some time with you. You're like, you know, some of these guys I, I don't really know. One of them I kind of do. And then there's our friends that you're referring to or the friend that you played with. And so there was a lot of opportunity. And like I said to you, of course, not knowing how the night was going to unfold. 
we had so many people there to see us that came in from all over the country, you know, New Mexico, Philly, I mean, just everywhere, Florida, California. I was like, you know, I don't think you and I are going to have time to do anything. I'm, I was concerned that we weren't going to be able to pay attention to everyone. Yeah. So I wasn't sure you were going to play at all. Meanwhile, you're like, oh, these like five dudes want to hang out. Well, that was also the week that I was fucking sore. Yeah. Because that the week prior was the time when I was fucking a lot of very well-endowed people and my pussy was fucking sore. So I didn't know if I was going to play it all for that reason either. But it was really interesting because the gentleman that I ended up playing with, he literally looked at me from across the room at one point and I was like, I want to fuck him. Yeah, this is somebody we know. You know it him. is, but and I've seen him many times, and we don't play every single time we see each other. To me, what that speaks to is the beauty of the lifestyle in general. Different moods call for different partners. That's why yeah. it's so fucking cool because I know that this is a very sensual man. This is somebody who is not overly dominant. He's going to kind of let me, you know, dictate pace to some degree, but it's going to be hot, and he has a great cock, and I already know because I've had it before. Well, the other interesting thing is, like, in an environment like that. First of all, everybody was playing almost instantly that night. So people just dispersed very quickly. There were so many fucking hot people in that room. It was crazy. So people were just kind of gone. And with you and I running around talking to people, I wasn't sure you were going to actually get the time to play with anybody or to really connect with anyone. And then as it turns out, it's someone that we know, which is always great. So he's looking at me from across the room and giving me eyes. So I walk up to him and I was like, so are you going to fuck me tonight? (laughs) Yeah, see, there, and that's the perfect example of the difference between you in a lifestyle environment or you at the grocery store. Yeah. You know, you don't even want to speak to the cashier at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, but isn't that kind of what's so fucking awesome about this is that yes. in that environment, it's almost like I have an alter ego. You yeah, know? well, people say it all the time. I didn't expect you to be like that. Well, in person, if we're sitting across from each other at a table, particularly if it's the first time we've met, you're not the most outgoing person. You're more reserved and demure until we get to a lifestyle of and there are potentially naked people running around or the potentiality of getting fucked. Then all of a sudden, you know, you're the bell of the ball. Yeah, that's because to me, it's kind of like you escape into a different world. And I do, I feel very confident and sexy in that environment. So yeah, I fucking march right up to him. I said, I think you should fuck me or are you going to fuck me tonight? And he was like, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, when? And he's like, like right now. <laughs> so did I come up and tell you I was leaving? No, you and I didn't see each other until we were both done playing, I don't think. Well, I saw you in between because I, I walked her out coming yes. out of the playroom. Yeah, but... I walked her out. And by the time I'd come back in, I, I didn't see you again. But I also, after I walked her to her car, I came back and really tried to make a concerted effort to talk to everyone because I felt like, oh, fuck, man, you've been gone for an hour or whatever it is. People are going to start asking questions. You need to make your, your presence known. So I was all over the room. I wasn't. I was fucking. So anyway, we go to find yeah, a room together. And what was really interesting, too, is like we kind of examined our options and there's a lot of them at playhouse there's like beds with sheer curtains there's kind of an exhibitionist area actually a couple of them and then there's some private areas i really just wanted to focus on him because i thought back to the last time that i played with leo at one of our events and it was overwhelming i mean i had 20 people watching me and i felt like i was on display like a fucking monkey at a zoo or something it was was odd for him too he wasn't comfortable with it no i did not like it i felt like I was on display for everyone and I really didn't like that. So actually what I did was I went and chose a room and I asked him to give me a couple of minutes. I had brought 
a little bag with me that had a piece of lingerie and a little robe. And I went in and changed into that because I feel sexier when I'm in a piece of lingerie, especially in that environment. I don't know. Just being like completely nude. I don't know. It's not my thing. Well, it's also I'm also I'm wondering now that you're saying that if you and I were in the same room separately, obviously, at some point, like you went in after me. I'm not sure. I'll have to figure that out. But yeah, listen, you like what you like. A lot of times you have a piece of lingerie under your your clothing for the evening. And I think it's sexy. I totally would have done that, but I was wearing a very tight dress. And I think you could have seen all of it if if I had just thrown the dress over top of it. But anyway, I go in, I get changed. I kind of motion him into the room. He comes in. We shut the door. We are not even in that room together for three seconds. And we just start making out like crazy there is no conversation there are no words being shared it is literally just like i was getting ready to pounce him and again this goes back to different moods and different situations because i was so fucking confident and i was just steering the ship a hundred percent i'm making out with him i'm saying all sorts of naughty things to him i'm telling him how much i'm excited to have his cock inside of me just uber confident Brenna. I was very impressed with myself. Well, in those environments, you always are. It's, you know, when we're out, it's a different story. You're just a different person, which I like because it's a surprise to people. We hear that all the time. Yeah. People say it all the time. Yeah. Like when, when they find out just how much fun you are, they're like, it, she doesn't seem like that at all. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'm fun in person. They just don't expect me to be a fucking sex kitten. No, they certainly don't expect that. They don't expect you to be as vocal and as aggressive when it comes to sex or just confident, I don't think. Because, you know, when you're talking to people that you've, especially if you've just met them, you're, you know, definitely a little bit more reserved. Well, I was not fucking reserved. We're making out with each other. I'm rubbing my hands all over him. I'm like, I think you have way too many clothes on. You need to start peeling them off. And he's like, okay, happily. So he starts taking his clothes off. And this man, he's fine. He's fine as fuck. He has an amazing body. He clearly takes very good care of himself. He has probably the nicest man ass I've ever seen. Yeah, everyone that we introduce him to, all of our friends, they they have nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah, because he's fucking hot and he's great in bed. But... (laughs) His booty is like fucking rock hard and he's got like it looks like it should be jiggly, but he just apparently works out so much. He's just got great fucking ass muscles. What do you call it? Glutes? Yeah. He's got great glutes. (laughs) Yeah, we saw him at the pool party in like a like a banana hammock. Yeah. Well, I saw it with nothing on. He's like turned away from me and there's a couch. So in this room, there's a bed and a leather couch and the leather couch kind of faces the bed. So I went and kind of sat on the bed while he was getting undressed and he keeps turning around and putting his clothes down. And I mean, his cock is already rock hard and he has this great man ass and I'm just in fucking heaven. The, The visuals of it were fucking delightful. And he comes over and I get down on the bed in a position where I I'm basically eye level with his cock in the certain position that I was in. And so I literally just put my mouth on his fucking cock and just started going to town. He's just standing there and he's kind of rubbing his hands through my hair a little bit and he's rubbing on my shoulders and I am just deep throating this large, beautiful cock. And when I say beautiful, I mean it. Like, just because a cock is big doesn't mean it's going to be beautiful. No, it's aesthetic, I guess. Yeah, like, it's uniform all the way down. It has this nice head on it. It's veiny, but not, like, terrifyingly veiny. Like, it looks like a fucking monster. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful cock. And I'm very happy to have it in my mouth. And I'm deep-throating it. I'm kind of playing with his balls just a little bit. And he's already moaning and telling me how good that feels. He's telling me to go deeper on his cock which I also liked because the first time he and I were together he wasn't super vocal 
obviously our first time together. We were strangers. We're right. not strangers at this point. So the fact that he's clearly more comfortable and can tell me like, yeah, get that head down on that cock further. I was like, yes, that is fucking hot. Well, that's again to the, our point is playing with people that we know and regularly playing with people or playing with people more than once. You build that confidence, that rapport, that level of comfort. Yeah. So that goes on for quite a while. And then he's like, I want to lick your pussy. And I was like, happily. So I lay on the bed. He gets off of the edge of the bed and literally puts my legs up over his shoulders, which I thought was very confident and very sexy and manly. This is a guy who has a very masculine energy to him. And that fucking turns me on. I mean, he literally just whips my legs over his shoulders. He's holding my thighs while he is going to town on my pussy. He is so fucking good with his mouth. I came very quickly. I was so worked up. I It probably took me less than two minutes. I'm not surprised at oh, all. God, it was amazing. And he did this really great trick. I don't want to call it a trick, but let's say a technique with his tongue where he's almost like doing a circle around my clit before he kind of focuses directly on the clit. Almost like a little bit of a tease, a little bit of a warm up, getting the blood flowing to the right place before he just freaking attacks the clit in a good way in a super hot way well he's testing the water to see just where your level of sensitivity is like last night when i went down on you after your play session you were so fucking sensitive i could barely touch your clit yeah so he made me come pretty quickly and then of course i'm like I need you to fuck me. This needs to happen. The other thing I really like is he comes prepared to these events. This is a lifestyle guy. This is not just some random single dude who strolled into a hot wife event. This is a guy who's been in the lifestyle for a long time. He understands how to build value and to make you feel good around him. And I love that he always brings this little bag with him that has like condoms and lube. And those are provided at the club. But I like that he has his own. He's prepared. He whips it right out. There's no conversation even needed about like protection he did it before i even had to say anything well he also knows us at this point and understands that component but yeah the difference between a single random guy and a lifestyle guy i mean that's just it yep Yep, the preparedness, the experience level, and the understanding that if you just put those fail-safes in place ahead of time, it's going to make the sex hotter. Because again, not that protection should be something that derails and makes a, a situation less sexy, but if you have to sit there and like mid-hookup have this awkward conversation, yeah. or if you get any pushback during that conversation, that can be a real fucking buzzkill. Oh yeah, that's, that's the end. So the fact that he just went, grabbed his condom, put it on, grabbed some lube, put a little bit on his cock, he's rock hard when i say rock hard i didn't know his cock could get that hard it was so hot and i'm staring at it as he slides this condom on and is lubing up his cock and i lay on my back and he gets on top of me and enters me and stretches me in the most fucking amazing way possible and that was also it was in that moment that i realized i could hear other things going on we were right across the hallway from another private room and so I could hear a lot of what was going on in that room. I was hearing some moans. I was hearing someone clearly choking on a cock. So that also heightened the experience. We've talked about that before. I think the very first time I ever played in the playrooms was at Secrets, right? Yes. And I remember that experience being fueled by all of these noises going on around me, but then also thinking to myself, okay, these people are also going to hear me moaning right. very shortly. Well, yeah. And I, at one point, I didn't know where you were, and I spoke to Nicole. She's like, oh, I heard her. She's down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Got they it. know mine moans well. Yeah. So this sexy fucking dude is just pounding me. I mean, this was not... 
sensual sex at all. I The first time he and I were together was fairly sensual. This time was not. It was very kind of like needy sex. Like we were needy for each other. Yeah, hungry. And that was fucking hot to me. At one point, he grips onto my hips on both sides and is like almost picking my ass up off the bed slightly so that he can fuck me even harder and deeper. Again, so manly. I mean, that energy is just fucking intoxicating to me. Well, and it's also confidence, right? Because he knows you now. You have a rapport and he feels like a little bit more confident about being able to do those things. It's not going to throw you off. Yeah. So then he's like, I want you to turn around so I can see that ass. And I was like, hell yes. So I get on all fours on the bed. He grabs a pillow and puts it under me, which I thought was also kind of cool. And so that my ass was angled up as much as it possibly could. And I mean, you kind of have to do those angles. You have to be creative with the angles when you're fucking someone with that big of a cock. Yeah, I mean, like, you I mean, learned your lesson. It's not just going to slide right in. No. It's just not. You have to have a nice angle so that it can kind of curve into your body shape. And so any Anyway, he enters me from behind, stretches me again. I let out this gasp, which is typical when I'm fucking someone that has a nice big cock. It's like, oh, that first initial stretch is painful. And then it just becomes so pleasurable. I fucking love it. I know my size queens are like, yeah, I know what you're talking about, girl. Yeah, they're all rooting for you. So he enters me from behind and he starts fucking me. He's picking up the pace. He is digging his fingers into my ass cheeks and we are just talking dirty to each other. I mean, the dirtiest he and I have ever spoken to each other. We are talking about, you know, he's talking about how good my ass looks. He's kind of rubbing my asshole while he's fucking me, which was super fucking hot. And I just keep telling him how good his cock feels and how I'm so excited that I got to have that big cock and I've been thinking about it. And it was raunchy. It well, really was. And again, I, as I'm saying these things, we're not being quiet. So I'm thinking to myself, is someone listening from outside the door? I kind of hoped that they were. Well, they probably were. But of course, in that environment, people are kind of busy doing their own thing. But it's almost inevitable that you can hear stuff coming from other places because there's a lot of noise obviously going on. But the other thing is that that heat that you're talking about, you know, that just comes from the buildup of having to been with someone before or in some cases just having a rapport with someone. Maybe you weren't with them physically, but it's all just building up because you got kind of this sexual tension thing happening. I mean, it just makes it so fucking hot. Oh, God, I loved it. So he is fucking me from behind still. And I have come multiple times. I mean, my legs are starting to shake. I am I'm really being worn out by him in the best possible way. And this was not a long session. We were probably only together for about 45 minutes but it was intense it was hard and fast and intense so my legs are shaking and i'm literally getting ready to tell him like we're gonna have to switch positions here because my legs aren't gonna hold me up for much longer and he's like i'm gonna come and i was like yes come for me of course he has a condom on but you know that whole naughty thing of like yes come for me come inside of me and he's like i'm gonna and then he comes and it is like his whole body is shaking it was so fucking hot i don't even remember the first time we were together i don't remember what it was like having him come i know that he did but i don't remember exactly how that all transpired i will not forget this one because it was like a full body shaking orgasm and the whole time he is just continuing to grip onto my body he has one hand kind of on my waist and another one like around one of my legs just kind of like holding me in place while he's continuing to come Oh, my God. It was so fucking hot. Yeah. When you finally emerged, obvious you were playing. Now, of course, I knew that already because 
Nicole told me that she heard you moaning from another room. So yeah. And then you and I had the opportunity to kind of, you know, just recalibrate really and debrief. And I explained to you what happened. You were telling me what had happened. Just, well, just the basics. But this is what was so hot. So he and I wrap up, we're like getting dressed. We're kind of making small talk with each other. You know, he gives me another kiss and then we kind of go out into this environment and you are reminded of like, oh yeah, we are at a fucking sex party. You right. know what I mean? Like you kind of forget that when the sex is as good as it was and you you get lost in this person. So it was a really interesting contrast between private room, private time versus not at all private. People are hearing us. We're hearing them. We're walking into this, you know, loud room with music and people dancing and people laughing. And it was a very sexy thing to me. It made it feel naughty. Well, yeah, because it wasn't like you were playing out in the open or people could see you. I mean, obviously they could hear, but when you're in kind of this vacuum, it's just you and another person. And then you come back into the craziness of a club with over a hundred people in it and everyone semi-naked and trying to get laid. It, it's a different kind of uh, feeling for sure. It, so it, it affected me differently. I came and found you. I told you that I had gone and played with him. I gave you a couple of small details. You gave me a couple of details. And we, I was so revved up knowing that we had both played. I, again, this is not something that often happens. It was like no. I got to feed off of your energy and your sexy time and take that into my own sexy time only to come out and like fucking hang with all of our friends in this sexy environment. It was so cool. And what was also interesting is he and I throughout the evening, this was fairly early on in the night. You had so if you had just played, you probably wrapped it up at 1045. He and I probably wrapped it up by 1130, 1145. So there was still well over an hour of the party left. And so he and I are kind of walking by each other and he'll kind of kiss me every once in a while. Or he grabbed me around the waist and was like, this better not be our last time. I definitely want more time with you. So it was almost like a flirtation after the sex, too, which is rare, right? Right. Because if typically you're playing with someone, for example, the guy that came to our house last night, he and I played. He left immediately after you talked to him for like two minutes and he leaves. Right. So in this environment, it's very different because you get that time to kind of continue the experience, even with clothes on. Yeah, I obviously didn't get that chance with the gal I was with. She left pretty quickly after we played. She had to be up early in the morning for work. But your play partner also came up to me, shook my hand, thanked me. You know, he's somebody we know. So I expect that. And, you know, it always makes it that much better of an experience, obviously. Yeah, so it was just fucking hot. And then I kept my lingerie on. I just put my robe over my lingerie. I went out and danced my fucking ass off with some friends on the dance floor. We had a blast. It was truly just one of those nights that feeds your soul. Yeah, you know, was good. you got to play, I got to experience that second-handedly, then I get to go get fucked by this hot dude with a giant cock, and then I just get to come out and dance with my friends in lingerie. It was so fun. Yeah, and man, it was it really was a flawless evening. The amazing people that showed up and you know, our friends obviously and some guests that we just had the chance to meet for the first time. It was really fucking Amazing. I, I had a great time. I hope they're all like that going forward. It's going to be tough to top. <laughs> I know. It's going to be, uh, I don't want to say a letdown because all of no. our events have been super fun here, but it was a special night. Yeah, so. for sure. And I and as I said, I did have the opportunity to play with this gal, just the two of us at our place the following week, which we'll talk about at a later date. But man, I had a great fucking time. I don't know, like I said, that I would do it again right away. I feel like it's something I need to really think about, but I don't regret that 
decision at all. You mean playing at the club? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not yeah, sure. Once again, kind of a special night. I mean, yeah. that's not the norm for you, nor no. probably should it be. That in it of itself is kind of a special thing. So, it is. Yeah. So it's a memory. You made a memory. So anyway, that was our hot club time. I loved it. I love that we both got to play. We both got to have this amazing evening with fucking amazing people. And we're also going to be sharing some additional behind-the-scenes info from these experiences and other things going on in our lives on our bonus episode this week on Patreon, because we always do. It's a way of us thanking our Patreon members for spending a few bucks every month with us and sponsoring the show. And if you want to get those bonus episodes, as well as things like be added into our Telegram chat group, our naughty Snapchat, etc., make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers. You can also find find the naughtier stuff which is our only fans mine is onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers we're going to be divulging a an experience very soon that is also going to be on OnlyFans. i had a very hot threesome with a very hot couple and that's all going up on OnlyFans. so don't miss that fun it's onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers brian's is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy all of that will be in the show notes for you make sure if you're going to join us at pod bash in october you get Get booked ASAP. And the event page for that is podbashevent.com. You can see kind of some of the special things that we have going on that weekend, as well as just get more information about the venue, which is Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida. That's October 13th through the 17th. And again, find all of our event information at members.frontporchswingers.com. In general, we just have some ridiculously fun stuff coming up for you guys. We have been naughty and busy. And of course, we're going to be sharing it with you so make sure you stay tuned for all of that and as always thank you so much for listening thanks everybody